All right, we are live. We are discussing art. This is a show about creativity, visual art, film, TV, music. Today, we are going to be talking about NFT Xmas, and we're going to be talking about Forgotten Runes Wizard Cult. Here, and we're going to jump right into it right now. Right, welcome. I'm going to turn it over to my dude, Mr. NFT Logan, to give us our intro about what we're talking about today on Discussing Art. What is going on, everybody? It is our next edition in Discussing Art. We have the amazing Forgotten Runes Wizard Cult coming on today. I, I can't do it by myself. I am NFT Logan, like, like I, J.O. mentioned, but I got to bring on the expert. The guy who knows NFTs in his sleep. As soon as he wakes up, he's thinking about NFTs. He's thinking about this amazing wizard cult, man. It is my guy, JL the Arts. What's going on, buddy? What is going on? What is going on? So, yeah, today we are definitely talking about Forgotten Runes Wizard Cult, which is one of my favorite communities, one of the biggest communities that's growing out there, and one of the most interesting NFT projects. And not just because the art is super fire, not just because each of the wizards has affinities, not because that the community has all of these amazing on-chain ways of telling their stories about their characters, but because this one hits on every single level. We're talking about on-chain art. We're talking about OG developers. We're talking about the fact that when Coinbase NFT launches, that this is going to be a collectible like none other because it'll be one of the first ones launching with Coinbase. There's a lot of stuff to unpack here. So real quick, before we get started and really talking deep about Forgotten Runes Wizard Cult, we just want to talk about how we are sponsored by NFT Xmas, which is my project. I hand-drew Christmas trees, and when I hand-drew those Christmas trees, we had 8,880 of them. I hand-drew them. I got with an amazing public dev. His name's Michael Bonner. He put together our awesome smart contract. Each of your Christmas trees comes with between one and six mint passes as presents under the tree. And those presents throughout the next entire season, all the way through 2022, are going to get you more mint passes to mint more of my art. So right now you can start minting right now for 0.048F. It was going to be 0.08. You know, we saw that. I, I like that price. So, you know, I love eight, 8,888 Christmas trees, you know, but as market conditions, you know, dictated and the fact that we're not doing a PFP project, we're doing a background project where you can actually put your Christmas tree in the background of your PFP. So we decided to lower it to 0. 0.048 for each Christmas tree. So stay with us, go to our website, nftxmas.net, mint your Christmas tree, and let's do it. Let's get into Forgotten Runes Wizard Cult. So what is Forgotten Runes Wizard Cult? Let's just talk about it a little bit. What is it? Well, it originally, as it launched, was 10,000 wizards on chain, completely unique, each with its own name. And these are wizards that are completely encoded on chain. I'd love to invite anybody that wants to come up. Oh, I've got a couple of requests. I'm going to let you guys up on stage if you want to come up. Yeah. So we don't have a... Hey, what's going on, a cute ghost? Just saying hi real quick to anybody we've got up here. And we've got our uh, co-host, NFT Logan, on stage. Um, so Forgotten Runes Wizard Cult is originally 10,000 on-chain wizards, a 
community that gets to make its own story because the stories are not set originally for each of the wizards. The stories are created by the people who are involved. So that's one of the things that we love about this one. And that one of the things that we love about the Forgotten Runes wizard cult in general is that the stories aren't already made up. You don't have to like, you know, be Mickey Mouse and, you know, know all the things that Mickey Mouse had in his history. You get to create your own story based on the wizards. And so back on June the 30th, 2021, at a mint price of 0.07F, all of the wizards were minted. And what's really cool is I'd encourage you to go to YouTube and check out some of the videos of people actually minting because the process of minting on the website was so freaking cool. You went to this website, and for right now, it's dressed out for Christmas. And yet for everybody who's listening, I'm over on the ForgottenRunes.com website and we're looking at the front page of their website. Join us over on our live video broadcast if you'd like to see the images going along with what I'm talking about. So there's this amazing tower, all pixel art based. And sometimes there's a wolf in front of it. Sometimes right now there's a snowman on top of it. It's got a wizard's hat on. And then you scroll down through there and there's this endless scroll with an interesting tower and interesting markings that we still haven't fully understood what they do yet. Lots of different things going on. And then there's this amazing newer thing that happened with the forgotten runes wizard cult where they allowed uh, everybody who had held on to their pieces for the longest to get airdropped what was called the sacred flame and so before i move too far on i want to talk about what is the sacred flame and then i want to get into what is the book of lore because the wizards for the forgotten runes wizard cult is developing this deep mythology partially by the community just coming up with the most badass ideas they can and creating incredible characters and backstories, but also from the community, you know, creators creating incredible new ways for people to understand their art. And this was all part of a roadmap that came out initially with the project. So these, this is one of those teams that's been fulfilling right and left some of the most amazing things in the whole NFT community. And so I want to, okay, talking about the Forgotten Runes Wizard Cult's Sacred Flame. The Sacred Flame were 1,100 or so NFTs that were dropped to the most uh, long-holding wizards, people who didn't sell their wizards, basically the Diamond Hands wizard holders. And I believe if it, it was done per, I believe it was done per wallet. So you, if it didn't matter if you had 100 or if you had just a few that you only got a chance to get one per wallet. And the Sacred Flame is super fire um, pixel art as well and it shows a flame burning over top of a rotating um like a polyhedron device you know and it's sitting beside of a skull and the art itself is fire but what is amazing about the sacred flame is that it's a utility piece by holding the sacred flame you have the opportunity to take both your sacred flame and then one of your wizards and i'm going to keep scrolling through the wizards for the visual you can take one of the wizards that you own and then combine those over on the website, put them into the sacred fire altar, burn them both, and then you have a 90% chance of minting an ultra-rare wizard that is based on the affinities of the wizard that you burnt, and that you would get what's called a Forgotten Souls wizard. The Forgotten Soul wizards are incredible pieces of art that there's no way to predict what's going to come out of the Forgotten uh, Souls um, collection because it's going to depend on which wizards are burned. Now, remember I said there was a 90% chance you would get one of these guys. There's also a 10% chance that you could get an ultra, ultra rare that is 
actually what's referred to as an undesirable result. And that could be a, a cloud of ectoplasm. That could be a jelly donut. Could be a blue coffin. There are several things in there. There's a, a tulip on a grave, um, an ash pile with bones. Like if you're if you're on the visual of this, you can see like some of these un, quote undesirables are just this amazing pixel art that's not a character that's been transmuted from your affinities, but instead is just you know a pile of bones or a tulip coming up out of a grave. And it's interesting because the community itself gets tasked with deciding what these pieces are and how if they're valuable what how valuable they are and whether they're really undesirable or whether it's one of the most rare what most amazing pieces that you could have in your collection so it's you know it's not something that we really talk about here about you know what things are worth but i will tell you this the value of an ash pile of bones is comparable if not more a lot of times to some people than um, a forgotten souls wizard or even a rare unburnt wizard so it's all up to you and, and to the community to decide what these pieces are and how valuable they are and the stories that go behind these ash piles of bone. Because that brings me back to the Book of Lore. The Book of Lore is an own chain book that tells the stories of the Forgotten Runes Wizard Cult by the community itself. And what's amazing about it is it's a, it's a completely own chain book that all of the information and all the pictures and everything are on the Ethereum blockchain. It's actually one of the most amazing features of any NFT community that I've ever seen. And I'll tell you why, because, you know, we started off with the example I'm showing on the screen with uh, the Holy Arcanist Luminous of the Heavens. Amazing wizard. It's got this amazing, you know, um, pyramidal eye as the head, amazing pyramidal, um, you know, uh, item with this uh, um, rainbow, you know, coming out of it. It's an, just an awesome wizard in general. But before that, it was just a name and just a look. But now he has lore. It says, the wizard before wizards, an emissary from the boundless heavens, beyond the runes at the edge of infinity. This holy arcanist commands a singularity and refracts it through a simple chroma crystal to birth the creation of limitless nothing. I mean, that dude's just so much cooler now because he has this lore. That's just so fire. And some people actually will take, and when they burn their wizards, what you find out next is that they get a final final entry in their lore that shows what happened to them, you know, and shows they're kind of like the end of their story of the, as being a wizard. It's really amazing. So, for example, the next wizard I see on October 31st, 2021, Edge Arcanist Archick passed through the sacred flame and became a soul. And then it shows on the other side of the, the entry with what she looks like after she passed through and what her final look was passing through the flame. It's amazing. It's one of my favorite, favorite um, pieces. I actually rock the um, a red Santa. His name is uh, Alatar of the cold. He's a arch magus. Um, I have two other wizards as well. And yeah, these are just some incredible, incredible pieces. Um, so Logan, like what's your, uh, being newer to the NFT world and, you know, going through, and exploring all this stuff together, you know, what's your first thought and reaction to the Forgotten Runes Wizard Cult? I'll mute my uh, Try it now. I've got myself muted.
Welcome back here to Logan. Just a second. We're working on our audio side. Um, and uh, Logan, you could try unmuting on the spaces as well. We could try it that direction. All right, I'm going to keep rocking for now, but uh, we'll get right back in just a second. So I'd also like to invite any other uh, wizards or anybody that just wants to talk about Forgotten Runes Wizard Cult to come up on stage as well. And we've also got Cute Ghost. Cute Ghost, if you'd like to already uh, react to uh, what we're talking about with Forgotten Runes, uh, go ahead and jump in as well. All right. All right, we're going to keep it moving. So I'm just going to talk about why you, someone should, would want to become a wizard or... We're talking about why someone would want to become a wizard and why someone would want to join in to the fun of being a part of the Forgotten Runes wizard cult. Well, when you are a wizard, you take part in the co-creation of the lore, stories, art, and community that is the Forgotten Runes wizard cult. You know, an ownership of your Forgotten Runes wizard is an adoption of a character. Wizards create lore to tell their stories, and owners of a wizard are entitled to some non-exclusive commercial rights to their character. Now, that's really cool. That's, that's not all, the only benefits, though. What... One of the things that's happened since the launch of the project is things have been put into place that expands the usefulness of being an owner of a Forgotten Runes wizard. Now, one of the major things that's happened, and this happened well before the med the whole metaverse you know, really popped in the last month or two, is the Forgotten Runes wizard cult were working on putting full turnarounds of their pixel art characters you know, for every single character. And that's something that is extremely unique because this is a pixel art own chain, you know, a uh, character, but it extends well past that so that you have your 3d versions and what's recently been launched is too. they're having their walk cycles. So now any metaverse that wants to interact with this 2d pixel art, you know, characters and their walk cycles can pull that information directly off of their website and integrate that into their system, which is something that's already happened extensively with worldwide web and worldwide web you know, as we've seen that grow and we've seen it become a true powerhouse almost instantly in the metaverse race, we've seen it's going to take projects that are ready to be part of the metaverse in order for them to be fully interoperable. Because interoperability only goes so far as to say that you have the things that you need to put your characters into those metaverses. So if you want your ape into a 3D metaverse, there's got to be a 3D version of your ape. If you want your wizard in a 2D metaverse, there has to be a 2D animation cycle of your particular character. And one thing that puts Forgotten Runes so far ahead is the fact they have all these things in place, and they have tons more things in the works. And that just includes not only these walk cycles, plus the amazing, you know, sacred flame part we talked about, plus the commercial rights, you know, limited, you know, um, licensing commercial rights to your character, and they do it in a very specific way where you have rights to your individual character, but the Forgotten Runes Wizard cult creators still get to develop the overall world, and your character might be involved in that world, and it gives you opportunities to be even closer with your character and help develop the lore behind your character, maybe even as an on-screen character. And we'll talk more about that in just a second. So the last thing I always want to show you is something else that's really great about their website is how to get involved. You can join the Discord. The Discord is amazing. People are extremely friendly. There's a lot of very techie people over there that will help you to get all of your ducks in a row if you want to do something really amazing with your project, like create art or to write in the Book of Lore on chain or to you know take your character and make something out of it in the metaverse. There's a lot of people that will help you do those things. So you can join the Discord. 
you can grab your wizard, you can write in the book of lore, you can join a guild, which is where the wizards have separated into four different, I believe it's four different um, guilds, and each of those guilds, you know, focus on a different part of helping, like whether it's help to market it, you know, help to do the marketing for Forgotten Runes, whether it's helping with tech, whether it's helping with art and lore, and those are just extremely, extremely great decentralized ways for a community to come together where you know you choose how you know your level of involvement you can choose to just look at wizards you don't even have to own one you can just enjoy the art of a wizard or you can own a wizard and if you own a wizard then you get to you know create that amazing lore you get to create see this is a great one right here <laughs> you get to create um the backstory for your wizard you can also go much deeper than that you can create art you can create your story you can help out with the full community you can help the forgotten runes wizard cult to advance to even further places with their community it's just a great system this is great and i want to show the map real quick here on their website this is another thing that is not to be uh overlooked with the forgotten runes wizard cult is they do have a map and these specific places are specific places where specific wizards live because the names of the wizards if you noticed for example Noel Mage Drusilla of the Oasis. If you go back over to the website, there is going to be a place called the Oasis out here, you know, or nearby to the Oasis. And that's what's a really amazing about the way they're developing these things is we already kind of know where the wizards will live or whether where they came from, at least before they developed. So eventually, as this metaverse develops, too. There will be more opportunities for metaverse development, you know, for potentially owning land and things like that for the wizards. So, Logan, were you able to jump through? Or can we hear you? Oh, I'm going to keep checking. So just uh, rounding out what we're talking about, about the end of the Forgotten Runes Wizard, um, Cole, before we open up for questions and, and more thoughts. Logan? I got you, Logan. Yep, I'm in here. Here I am. Here I am. Awesome, man. Okay. Yeah, so um, just wanted to ask, what was your um, thoughts and reactions so far to learning more about the Forgotten Runes Wizard Cult? Yeah, it, it's just crazy because, I mean, the customization, like you said, the just amount of stuff you can do. And plus, I mean, you, you mentioned to me earlier, I really want to get one of those jelly, jelly donuts because, yeah. come on, the rarity of it too? Um, but yeah, it, it's pretty sick, actually, just with the amount of stuff you can do, all of the customization and just the art style too, I think is really dope. So it, it, it's really cool, and uh, I'm liking the way things are going. Absolutely. Yeah, and um, I'm scrolling through and seeing a few of the other um, Forgotten Souls and what happened to them when they passed through the flame. It's really cool to see some of the more exotic ones, like even um, the wizard, uh, the necromancer, um, Lego Mygrego, who was already <laughs> an amazing wizard before he passed through the flame, became this incredible, like, just like one of the most incredible pieces of art you've ever seen, you know, from either side of the flame. And it's interesting yeah, yeah. to see how the, uh, the actual um, traits transmute or how um, some of them, you know, the ones that haven't transmuted, that just have these amazing poems and such things that are just about their lore. And yeah, it's just incredible. Um, so Logan, I, I'm going to pull up this other image. This is from young Wizzy said with the help of shark child i made this graph infographic concerning the forgotten runes affinities it shows the depths of this project so much more coming forgotten runes is truly something different so young wizzy made this affinities chart something else that i really wanted to discuss the affinity chart kind of shows the different 
five elements or six up to six elements that make up a wizard and what those those mean in relation to each other because an affinity can be higher and lower on the chart for a specific wizard right mm -hmm. so there were originally ten thousand wizards and each wizard had a combination of between three and six traits each of those traits excluding the background exists in several themed collections called affinities and affinities can be identified by their ID numbers between 1 and 258. So there's 258, you know, affinity combinations. So, for example, um, Wizard 107 contains a collection of traits related to nature. So he has a, or a, a nature affinity. Whereas some other wizards can attain, have a 100% attunement if all their traits are in a single affinity such as nature. So a wizard's max affinity, if it's got 100% attunement, would be a max of the six traits that all you know, are in attunement. Right. So what that amounts to in a practical sense, we don't fully know yet. But what it has been turning into is wizards that have a closer affinity. Let's say they have a, a very nature-oriented affinity. A lot of times the lore that is created around that wizard will be nature-based to kind of grow the affinity that makes sense with that wizard, right? Mm -hmm. Exactly. So you could, but you could also take that same affinity and you could kind of twist it and be like, oh, you know, I'm destined to be a nature affinity. So maybe the lore is the fact that they are rejected from that culture and, or maybe they become an outcast. And that's why, you know, they reject the nature affinity, for example, because it was supposed to be their destiny, you know? Right. Oh, we got Magus. I'd love to have Magus. If you'd love to come up, I'd love to have you come up and talk some more um got magus out here who is like one of the most engaged people in the community just love everything that you're doing um i'm going to invite you to speak um yeah so feel free to come up if i press the button correctly here <laughs> um so yeah i was just uh, showing off young Wizzy's uh uh along with shark child the affinity chart and learning more about exactly what's going on with uh, Forgotten Runes Wizard Cult. If anybody missed the earlier part of the show, we kind of walked through what exactly is going on with Forgotten Runes Wizard Cult, including talking about their lore, talking about how the project began, talking about what are affinities, talking about what are traits, talking about what are the forgotten souls. There's a lot of things to unpack. And then one thing else that, and I'd love to hear uh, Magus's um, thoughts on this one, is we're going to talk about a fairly recent announcement, too, that they would be combining forces with the Titmouse team to create a magic uh, for with Magic Machine for an NFT-based series on the Forgotten Runes Wizard Cult. So I'm just going to scroll through this real quick so that for anybody who has not seen this, which would be anybody who's not really familiar with the Forgotten Runes Wizard Cult, because if you're part of our community, we've been buzzing about this since, let's see, since October the 20th, so right before the, um, the release of the... Uh, Forgotten Souls uh, burning um, mechanism. So uh, I'm just going to read for just a second on this. Uh, Magic Machine, a Los Angeles, Austin-based creative studio dedicated to imagining and developing digital native content on the Ethereum blockchain, is partnering with Titmouse, the award-winning animation production company known for acclaimed adult animation, including Big Mouth, Venture Brothers, and Midnight Gospel. The company will develop and produce for television Forgotten Runes Wizards Cult, an NFT universe composed of over 10,000 unique wizards each with its own story influenced by the exclusive NFT owners themselves. So let's just unpack for just a split second what that means. That means that over here, 
in the uh, Forgotten Rooms Wizard World, you take an amazing character like your dude, Master Ape G-Funk. I mean, come on. You take Master Ape G-Funk and you combine that with an animated show and you combine that with the fact that the owners get to determine the lore behind each of their characters and you are going to end up with a, something we've never seen before in an animated series, something we've never seen before in connectivity, and something we've never seen before in the media, a a show that is owned outright by the people creating it, including the community and the people who are ascribed to the characters. And I'll tell you one thing that's amazing is that there are people that I have met personally that are just amazing people in the FT community that are basically assuming their identity as these wizards. So you might have someone, I'm just going to pull one out of, out of the air, but someone like Wild Mage Nick of the Cosmos, five years from now, you may personally know Wild Mage Nick of the Cosmos because they rock this as their identity. And it doesn't matter to me if Wild Nick is actually, you know, Larissa. It matters to me what Wild mage nick does with the community for the community their image they put forth and that's what's important is like some of these are becoming like a true character themselves beyond just an image beyond just a backstory onto being a part of the culture onto being a part of the community and onto being someone that you you know you might actually want to know more about or understand you know what they're what they're you know trying to do basically and so that's one thing that I wanted to um, definitely emphasize as we start to round out this part of the show and get back to, you know, the um, the sponsor here. There's a reason why Alatar of the Cold is on this image. Well, it's because that's my specific wizard that I own. And there's a, definitely a reason, if you look a little closer too, why my frog is on the Christmas tree. My frog is on the Christmas tree because it's IP that I own. and having that IP and owning that IP has given me the ability to use my amazing wizards in my actual Christmas trees. So if you look at the Christmas trees, the way that we've done them, like I've used my wizard as an actual ornament in my Christmas tree for my project. And that's something that's really important. And we'll look on years from now and try to understand how this all came about is that when you have the actual rights to use your character as something, you know, in your project, it really changes the game. Because another example here, I use my hash mask and my cool cats also with my promotions. Because this is just the most important part is you can take an idea and you can turn it into reality just through your own efforts. And that's one of the best things about these communities. I'm trying to scroll quickly so that I can show you another example. So here's one of my Christmas trees. I have my Alatar of the Cold ornament in the background on my Christmas tree decorated. I did another one. I'm going to keep scrolling for a second until I find it here. Um, I just wanted to highlight that, you know, we took the Forgotten Runes Wizard Cult and put it specifically on because we wanted to talk about it. Here we go. So here's some examples from, from my Christmas tree project for NFT Eximus. I generatively took elements of my Forgotten Runes wizards that I own, and I put them as Christmas ornaments in my Christmas trees. And so that's something that you know is unique to the way that NFTs and NFT IP licensing 
and and that's and I actually spoke personally with Dota, who's the uh, the the um the dev for this project, and let him know what I was planning, what I was doing, and got his blessing. You know, beyond the beyond the fact that I already had very cleared out spelled rights to use the my elements as IP. I also got the blessing specifically from the dev of the project. Now tell me you could get that from Disney. Disney's not going to give you that blessing. They're not going to let you use anything, and they're definitely not going to license it out to you. This is much different. I use these pieces so confidently. I put them in there because I love this project and because I want to highlight parts of the community that I love. And, you know, just putting it out there, we're going to give away some Christmas trees to some Forgotten Runes wizards as well. So... As soon as we get done with this, I'll be putting up a post. We're going to give out a free Christmas tree to Forgotten Runes Wizard Cult um, community holder. And I just want to share in all this exciting times. So, Mr. Logan Landers, as uh, we start to round out this portion of the show, um, what are your final thoughts in, uh, on the Forgotten Runes Wizard Cult as you've learned about them as we've went along? Well, I mean, like you just said, too, you know, you're, you're not going to get this kind of also just fan engagement, right, from, from Disney. I mean, you were able to talk with the developers, for God's sake. Uh, so, I mean, that that's pretty amazing. And also, you know, shout out to them that for getting their own animated show and working yeah. with some amazing developers, like you said, who've mentioned, who've worked on some of the best adult animations in the last 10, 15, 20 years. So that tells me that, you know, all, everything going on with the Forgotten Runes and with, like that there is a strong backing behind it. It's obviously profitable and now you know now it's going to be marketable to an even bigger audience so it's only gonna get bigger it's only gonna get better and you know i think i think now is the time like you said to really get deep into it before it could really blow up in popularity you know we could we could see jeremiah we could see in five ten years maybe or even even before that we could be going around to our local malls, seeing people rocking some amazing shirts, some custom shirts like that, like we got up on the screen. And absolutely, I mean, it, it's just crazy how, in like, because I think like the sky's the limit for this because of just how much is going on and how much you can do, the lore behind it. I mean, did you ever think, whenever you first got into NFTs, that there would be lore behind them? Let, let's be real here, like, right? <laughs> so no, no, I thought it'd be awesome art or um you know, something cool to look at, something cool to right. legendary to talk about, but nothing, no real backstory. Right. Never, never stuff like that in depth. So it, it's really cool to see um, that they're doing this, uh, that Forgotten Runes was Cult's doing all this really dope stuff. And like you said, just the art style for this, the animation, I really, I really like it. And I really think the sky's the limit for all this. Absolutely. Well, I'd love to uh, um, invite anyone else that would love to come up and talk about Forgotten Runes Wizard Cult or talk about NFT Eximus, or any um, anyone who's promoting any sort of Christmas-related NFT project, we'd love to invite you up as well, because now is the time to talk about NFT Christmas. Um, we've got, you know, a little over two weeks left before Christmas, and, you know, our project is going to be donating 10% of what we raised to Toys for Tots, and we'll be making that donation on the 22nd to give them time to make the donation. So, any all of the other Christmas projects that we've combined with and had a lot of fun talking to. Oh, this is an amazing one too. If you guys can see the the video screen, um, when a void disciple really nice. of yeah, voideth of the cosmo passed through the sacred flame became one of the most interesting pieces of art I've seen so far. Um, so yeah, we we just loved you know to talk about that and, and get as much charity as we can. If there's anybody that has any other um 
charitable organizations they want to talk about that are raising money, you know, through the Christmas season. We'd love to, for you to come up and talk as well. Um, and as I just uh, round out, I'm going to go back and I'll open the floor up for anybody who was want to come in and jump back just one more time to mention also that this show is sponsored by my generative project, which is called NFT Xmas. It's a charity Christmas tree project. We're doing backgrounds for PFPs. I've got awesome technology to help you combine your background with your PFP foreground so you can delete your background from your current PFP and add it to your um, to your Christmas tree. And we're going to be donating 10% of what we raise to Toys for Tots. And coming into next year, 2022, we've got some really big plans to take the Christmas presents underneath the tree and make those into mint passes so that you can mint even more art throughout the next year. And, you know, we're just having a lot of fun talking about it. We've got a lot of great people that we've been working with with other Christmas projects, such as Jolly Santa and Secret Santa Society and the Legend of the Elves and Pixel Santas, several other amazing projects. So just don't forget that 2021 is the year that NFTs really changed the game. So that means any 2021 Christmas project is a project that is going to always be legendary because it was in 2021. Going into 2022, we know that there's going to be a flood of new things coming in, including big brands coming in. And we don't know if those big brands will have our best interest in mind or there'll be a whole bunch of cash grabs. So for now, make sure you support indie artists. Make sure to support you know amazing things like the Forgotten Runes Wizard Cult. So as we go to the very end here, I'm going to go right back to the top. Flash one more time to the very top of the screen here for the Forgotten Runes Wizard Cult so you can see how you could get in with this amazing project. Now, the Forgotten Runes Wizard Cult, I would say the best way to um, get started is to go to OpenSea.io and make sure that you've created a MetaMask so that you can um, interact with the website. You're going to need some Ethereum cryptocurrency to be able to interact with the website. Once you're there, you can go and look at the Forgotten Runes Wizard Cult. There are now about 9,455 original wizards left after the burning has started, and there are approximately... Let me scroll back to the top. Approximately 545 Forgotten Souls. So you can pick between those two character lineups. You can find a character that really speaks to you, such as the Hedge Wizard, Rixa of the Steppe, or possibly Ghost Eater, Godfrey of the Canyon. Those are look like really amazing ones. Oh, I see uh, Magus Kane of the Shadow. There are just some incredible wizards. Uh, Arcanist Ulysses of the Carnival. Absolutely just loving the wizards that you know are available you know, to, for, um, for collecting at this time. So, you know, enjoy it. Love it. Um, we're going to open up our last piece here and I'm going to play our outro music and we're going to wrap up for today's show. So, you know, thank you so much for joining us. We are the discussing art podcast and live presentation. We are streaming live on Facebook, on YouTube and over on Twitter. And Today we've been talking about the Forgotten Runes Wizard Cult and NFT Xmas. Join us tomorrow. We're going to have another show. We're going to have a 12 Days of Christmas, so we're going to actually be talking about different things for the entire time. And I'm actually going to give you just a little preview of where we're at on some of those things. So tomorrow we're going to be talking about Cool Cats. And then on the 13th, we're going to talk about 2014 to 2018 NFT projects, including the Test Asset. Cool Cat, uh, Moon Cats, and the Counterparty um, blockchain. On the 15th, we're going to talk about Boring Bananas Company and Bones and Bananas Company. 
two amazing projects that have really helped me to get to where I'm at as a um, an art producer in the crypto space and really helped me to launch my first smart contract. On the 14th, we're going to be talking about women-led projects, and we're going to be specifically talking about Fame Lady Squad, Women Rise, Sad, Go- Sad Girl Bar, Nilly Coins, and a few others. On the 16th, we're going to be talking about the hash masks. And if you don't know what the hash masks are, it's definitely time to learn. This was probably the premier project of 2021, even though it's still a little bit slept on, in my opinion. This is one of the most important projects. It's actually a fine art project over an avatar project, so this one just hits differently. On the 16th, we're going to do our big Christmas special. We're going to be talking about NFT Xmas through the entire show. We're going to be talking about Christmas trees. We're going to be talking about all the amazing Christmas projects that are raising money and raising funds right now for the community. On December the 18th, we're going to be talking about one-of-one indie artists, including a lot of my favorites, including uh, Simple Cat, my new Wadu, Sly Bunny, Ghosts, and more. On the 19th, we're going to be talking about Gary V and V Friends and talking to some V Friends holders and just kind of exploring what's going on with V Friends, what's coming up for VCon, and all the amazing things that have been happening in the V Friends community. And of course, on the 20th, you know we couldn't get out of here without talking about World Wide Web, talking about the metaverse, discussing what's going on with the metaverse. Since that's still nine days away, because we're planning to talk about them on the 20th, can you imagine what's going to happen in World Wide Web between now and then? So we're going to keep our ear to the ground. We're going to keep on exploring what's going on. Most likely on the video podcast, we're going to actually broadcast live from World Wide Web. So that's my plan right now is to broadcast from in front of the Thirsty Wizard, live in front of the Thirsty Wizard. So come with us and have a great time. We'll do a little uh, share screen and we'll, we'll actually broadcast on Twitch for that one too so that we can share World Wide Web with the world. And we'll be discussing art and World Wide Web for that one. And then finally, our last show of this run is going to be December 21st for our 2021 NFT recap, where we'll discuss what are the final top three projects, what were the actual blue chips, what shook out. You know we're going to be talking CryptoPunks. You know we're going to be talking Board Ape Yacht Club, Decentraland, Sandbox, Cool Cats, every amazing project, Gutter Cats, what projects have not got as much love as they have need yet, Doodles. We're going to be talking about everything amazing. So make sure you tune in there and we're going to be breaking it down based off the statistics to see which projects really soared and which ones, you know, have the chance to soar in 2022. So thank you so much for all of your time. And we're going to wrap up this particular um, spaces with our outro. Really enjoying it. And I'm going to finally hit this button here. So thank you so much for joining us. I am your host, the artist, JL. And you've been joining us with our co-host, Mr. NFT Logan. Um, We'll see you on the flip side.